This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Taysom Hill is quarterbacking the Saints. There's no better way to root him on than with the Saints happy hour crew to Taysom Cup. Become a Saints Happy Hour patron and you get one in your booze bundle welcome kit, along with four other amazing swag items. As a patron, you will also get full access to every Saints Happy Hour daily podcast covering everything Saints every day. Plus, you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints with other Saints Happy Hour patrons 24-7. Sign up for an annual subscription and save 5% off the monthly rate. What are you waiting for? Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. The Saints are 9-2, and two, and they were gifted by the good Lord in heaven a preseason game in November. That was the most layup of layup games possible. But I have to say, Dave, it was weird like watching that game and just knowing – like four plays in, there was absolutely positively no way the Saints were losing the game. Uh, <laughs> I I actually felt a little bit bad for the Denver guy that was quarterbacking. I felt bad for him once the Saints got up 17 to nothing. And I knew that it, it was over with for 100%. Uh, it was weird, though, watching yesterday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I, I listened to your immediate reaction podcast. I couldn't join because I was doing some other stuff with the family. But, uh, you know, I thought you guys hit it, the nail on the head. I mean, you just – the game ended and you're just sitting there on your couch and you're just like, what What did I just watch? Like, <laughs> what was that? Um, it was just a fucking bizarre game. Uh, it was arguably one of the most bizarre games I've ever seen. Um, uh, and – uh, I I do I feel bad for the Broncos. I know. Um, you know, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I get it. I know. Uh, it is what it is. Um, and uh, you know, I, having learned about getting a five hundred thousand dollar fine and getting a seventh round draft pick taken from us uh, for the locker room celebration when the rest of the league is doing it and the rest of the league is doing other things that go against COVID protocol. Yeah, somebody did um, a Dave, somebody did a Cariello collage on Twitter and they had other team I celebrations. I, I I saw that and I was in love with that actually. I thought about making that my background actually for this <laughs> live podcast. Um but uh so yeah, so it's hard for me to feel bad uh about the Broncos when uh you know the Saints have to deal with their own ridiculous bullshit uh but um 
it's just, you know, yesterday, yesterday, the Ravens Steelers game was pushed back to Tuesday today. Now, as we do Wednesday. this podcast, it's pushed back to Wednesday. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow by the but time it's Wednesday at 3.30 in the afternoon because okay. the NBC was like, oh, dude, we got to light the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. We can't bump that for the NFL. So they're playing a fucking NFL game Wednesday at 3.30. But did they, Kevin, get, did they get a new Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center? Are they still going with know. that half-dead one? Uh, I think it's that's the half-dead like Kevin, 50% of the branches. The only thing that was more surprising than an NFL team having to play a game without having a quarterback was the fact that the Saints were involved in it, and it wasn't the Saints playing without a quarterback. Like, usually this know. kind of stuff know, happens Ralph, to the Saints. To some of the Saints fans, they might argue otherwise. <laughs> if you listen to how some of the Saints fans feel about Taysom Hill, oh my God. We'll uh, get... I, I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. Well, I just want to, I just want to, I was on my way to pointing out the, the uh, discrepancy in the way they're ha- they've handled, you know, the Saints Broncos game and the way they're handling the Ravens Steelers game. If I was a Denver Broncos fan, I would be crying at the top of the mountain screaming, why did you make us play this game <laughs> when you are going out of your fucking way to reschedule and then re-reschedule? And then re-re-reschedule this <laughs> Steelers-Ravens game when uh, – why are you making us play? And I, I think I, – the only thing I can think of is that the Ravens – I think the Ravens have way more players uh, – They have like 22 yeah, players COVID. with the Rona. And so the, I the think Broncos that's – The Broncos are exposed to one position group, and that's right. kind of the thing. Is And that's the problem is is that you can still field a team if your four starting quarterback or your four quarterbacks are out, but you can't field a team if 20 of your 53 <laughs> starting players are out. So the message that the NFL is now sending to the league is, is if you're going to fucking get COVID, you might as well go full board. You might as well <laughs> fucking have, have all those guys cough on everybody else and sneeze on yeah. everybody else. Because we're gonna just go through with the game. If you're just if you're missing your running backs, or you're missing your linebackers, or you're missing one position group, fuck you. You're still playing. Oh, but you're missing half the team. Ah, uh, well then, then we gotta cancel it. You so gotta be. I, it's a bad. I, I, it's a bad look. I think it's a very bad look. I think it sends a bad message, and you're punishing the teams that don't have a COVID situation as bad as some other teams that have it worse, and they're still getting to play. That game should be canceled. The Steelers-Ravens game should just be canceled. Those teams should not get their paychecks, and that's the end of the story. Suck it. Deal with it. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This game should not be fucking played. And what are they going to do next week? They're going to go from a game on Wednesday and then play again on Sunday? For crying out loud. Actually, they're pushed to Monday, right? Yeah, I mean, but Kevin, to Dave's point, like, you're better off Kevin, you're muted. (laughs) Kevin, are you muted, Kevin? But I was going to say, to Dave's point, you're better off being drenched in Rona, right? Exactly. (laughs) But, Kevin, these rules at the NFL, it it really seems like they're making – they have their quote-unquote memo, but it really does seem like they're making this shit up on the fly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the NFL – Pulling shit out of their ass constantly, Never. making things up as they go along, not no. having real plans to deal with things. I mean, th- this is this is not the the Goodell run sports <laughs> league that I've come to know. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with Dave regarding the uh, regarding the Steelers and the Ravens. Like, the game should just be like they just shouldn't play the game. They should just go to the end of the season with 15 games played, and and that's the way it should. Well, they're pe- they're be. petrified because it could. The, the the Ravens are like six and four, so if the Ravens don't play a game, it could train wreck the back of the AFC. Yeah. And, and I don't think yeah. the NFL, like, I don't think they can have eight. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Eight playoff teams in one conference and seven in another. So I think you either they either got to go 16-team Royal Rumble playoff for everybody or nobody. So I think they just want to – they're just going to plow ahead and get these games. What in. I, w- I want to know is if the Saints dancing in the locker room with no masks, if that's worthy of a seventh-round pick – are, are the Ravens not going to pick till like 2025? <laughs> they shouldn't, dude. They should lose their entire – they should lose like an entire day of draft. <laughs> like, like like not the first round pick, but like maybe the entire Friday draft. Um, but, Dave, as far as the actual game yesterday, it was – we say it was weird, but your boyfriend – and my ah, starting yes. running back in fantasy, Ladavius. Ladavius was a monster. He he's been big. so good, Dave. He makes us forget how much we love Mark Ingram. <laughs> uh, yeah, he looked a little Ingrammy uh, uh, yesterday for sure. I love to see it. Right down to the uh, fumble. How about, <laughs> how, about uh, how about that sweet cutback though on that yeah. uh, on that second touchdown? Uh, that was a thing of beauty. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not surprising. I, I mean, since the beginning of the season, uh, Latavius Ladavius has done nothing but, uh, 
take advantage of his opportunities. He's he's done well every time he's he's touched the football, uh, and so it just stands to reason when you give him uh, a little bit more touches, you get when you give him that little five percent more. That when you give him the old juge five percent, uh, <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna take advantage he's and he's bendy. gonna do he's gonna do more. So he gets uh, it's, he it's, gets bendy. He gets yeah, bendy. He gets bendy. Um so you know it it's it's good. It's good to know that the Saints are a team that can run when they need to run, when they have to run. Uh that bodes well for um uh for later in the season to playoffs potentially if they have to play outside if it's cold. Um and obviously it also speaks uh highly of our offensive line that wasn't even didn't even have their the you know starting left tackle and starting left guard. Um, and they were still able to do a good job getting a good push and, and doing a good job blocking. And, uh, you know, now we're getting late in the season, and this is normally the time in seasons past where we've seen the injuries start piling up and the offensive line not doing so well and looking like garbage and ends up being uh, the downfall for this franchise every uh, postseason. So I don't want to jinx it, but right now hopefully it's kind of looking like maybe we're going to be able to power through that. Yeah, you know, I gotta... you know what? There's a, sec- there's a section of Saints fans that are starting to get a little insufferable. And I feel like it's time for me to drop my annual. You need to enjoy yourselves because the Saints are 9-2, and two, and they're in first place in the NFC. And you've been clamoring, half of you have been clamoring and complaining all year that Latavius Murray isn't getting the ball enough, that the Saints should be running on every play. I've been hearing that from you guys all season. And this, finally, this was your game. i got game. a lot of problems with it. you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. It happened. You actually got Latavius Murray running on every play, killing it, and then you complain about Taysom Hill. You guys, <laughs> did, I, we can't make you happy. Taysom Hill has four rushing touchdowns in two games. The Saints are two and zero, and now we're back to air yards. Oh like, my what, God. what do you Wait, want? The Saints are nine and two. They're in first place in the NFC South. They're in first place in the NFC. They are. They've won their. They're about to win their division for the fourth straight year, for the first time ever. An entire presidential a, administration. The Saints are going to dominate the to South. Three. If this is not making you happy, this is not the proper entertainment for you. I will only say this. I will only say this. Yesterday, as I was following the game, I, after after seeing Taysom's numbers and and. And how, like, like he was genuinely Brady-esque yesterday. He was Brady-esque. <laughs> that week... You didn't throw any I interceptions. Would, I what are you be, talking about? He was like Brady. He didn't throw any Like picks. Brady this year? This year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you and Ralph got it. Dave's looking at me stone-faced like one of those fucking question. faces on Easter Island. I got a question for um, my... I got a question oh, for my, my old head saying. Wait, fans Ralph, in Ralph, the chat. Ralph, hang on, hang on. My point, my point was, yeah, sorry. My point was going to be the way Taysom is was playing yesterday. That cannot, that cannot continue. If the the Saints are going to be in the playoffs, I'm I would be terrified if Taysom plays like that in a playoff game. Unless it's the Eagles, then maybe. <laughs> I got a question, though, for my old-time Saints fans in the chat he room. Put up, he Andrew. put up 31 points, though. Is that the like worst they... throwing performance by a Saints quarterback in a win we've ever seen? Uh, did he sure ever win a game? 
He must have. I think won he won. He won one, right? Yeah, he won one. Somebody look up. That's, a, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, Archie Manning played a long time for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that, that's really gonna piss some people off. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 There, here we go. And send all hate mail to Andrew Juge, courtesy yeah. of. Us. Uh, ooh, that's that. a good I question. I'm trying to think of like that. a terrible. Is there a game in the '80s, Ralph, that you can think of where they just ran every play? I mean, they had some. They had some games where they ran George Rogers like 40 times, and they they had yeah. They had games where they were alternating Kenny Stabler and Dave Wilson every play. So I mean, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Um, but but Dave. We got Taysom. You're going to have Taysom, I think, for two more weeks, right? So put Izzy, the future quarterback, aside. I do think there's validity what Kevin's talking about in that they got Atlanta, who dumped truck the Raiders yesterday for some odd reason. I don't understand how that fucking happened. That cost me money. Thanks, Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> they had that. They got Atlanta, and then they got Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I'm watching them on Monday night. They are a train wreck. of. They are just – Carson Wentz is like the dollar store version of Taysom. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. It is concerning, like, because in the NFC, Dave. You look at Green Bay, their schedule is a layup line besides Tennessee. Seattle, their schedule is a layup line besides the Rams. So the Saints really, 13-3 and three is the minimum probably they need to go to get home field. And Kansas City looks like a Death Star. So to Kevin's point, like Taysom, he's got he's to gotta be better than yesterday. I, I'm not worried yet. I, I think, you know, I saw Peyton's comments today. Uh, according to the game plan, Taysom played pretty well. Come on. You're not buying that, are you? I Come on. I definitely think I think that uh, when they found out that Denver is playing with uh, no quarterbacks, they're, <laughs> they're, they're calling up a second-string Wake Forest uh, undrafted rookie quarterback. Um, I think undoubtedly the game plan changed uh, significantly. You, th- you think the game plan was to have two delay of game penalties on third and six? No, no. And I don't. I don't even. Is that on Taysom? Is that on? Is that that, that could be just on? You know, usually Peyton takes responsibility for that. I got to get the play in on time. Uh, you know, that's on me. Um, come on, come on. Look, the, you're, you're but you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> the, I I think the game plan was like just. God, just don't turn it over. We don't. Uh, when you're facing a team that's in the situation that Denver is in, it is so easy to win. You just have to not shoot yourself in the foot. You just have to not make mistakes. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think it's fine to say Taysom sucked. Like I don't, I don't understand what the problem is with that. Like I don't think he sucks. I think he's inconsistent. I didn't. Say, I didn't say he sucks. I said he sucked in that game. Oh sure. Uh, well. So I, I don't yeah, think he sucks at all. And, in fact, he had moments in that game. And he's still, I mean, incredible running the football. And I we saw him play well against Atlanta. So, 
I, I think it's completely fine for me to say that he needs to stay as the starting quarterback. He's doing a good job. They're 2-0 and with him. And he played really bad in that game. Like, all of those things can be true. Yeah, no, that, that's true. And that's a good point. And, I mean, he did suck. And, and there, there have been games where Drew Brees has played where I think we can say he sucked. Uh, and that's fine. But, you know, the thing with Taysom is, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, blowing anybody's mind here when I say that. But, obviously, it's his reads and pulling the trigger. Uh, you can see he, he looks a lot like Drew with his footwork, you know, when he drops back in the pocket, he looks a lot like Drew. He likes to keep his feet shuffling and moving, and uh, he's very twitchy. Uh, you know, we talk about Bendy. Taysom has this twitch to him. You know, he's very twitchy. Um, but he just – he j- I, it seems to me like if the receiver is not open, he's not going to – He's it seems to me like Taysom is either doesn't have the ability or is too uh, afraid – uh, to make those throws that you have to make in the NFL, which is your receiver is not open at the time of the throw. You've got to throw him open, you know. It, just because he's covered now, and once once that ball gets to him, if you trust that he's going to beat his guy and you throw it to, it to the spot, you know, to where he's, where he's supposed to be, and you have that, that trust in your receiver, you have to trust that your receiver is going to get there. And I feel like he doesn't do that. He doesn't make those Here's throws. A- the only time he's throwing the ball is when he sees the guy, and, you know and the guy and is open at the time that he releases Maybe the ball. that's okay. Maybe, maybe the fact that you're 9-2 and two and that you have the number one defense in the NFL and that's that, right. and that, he's a, and that he runs the power sweep better than Cam Newton, maybe that's – Maybe that should be enough, you know? I think like maybe we should stop worrying about air yards and just be happy that the team is nine and two and that, that should be good enough. I don't get it. Are you telling me that there's people that are complaining about Taysom Hill's air yes. yards? Taysom Hill can throw I'm... it over them fucking mountains over there, okay? I don't know who the <laughs> fuck is worrying about Taysom Hill and air yards, okay? <laughs> I think Taysom it's more I, mean? I think it's more processing. I'm not about air yards. Getting, it's more like getting the Here's ball my out. Qu- it's more about I got a question for accuracy. Kevin. I got a question for Kevin. Who, who is who looked more terrified, Taysom worrying about throwing in an, an interception yesterday, or me when we have audio problems with this podcast? Whose face looked more terrified <laughs> yesterday? You. Yeah, Ralph. You easily. <laughs> yes, easily. I don't know, and, man. And t- and Taysom, Taysom looked, looked pretty, pretty terrified when he fucked up that screen pass to Camara when he was going to the sideline. Unfortunate. But here here's the question. And people are people in the chat room, but by, by the way, they're they're throwing all these names about quarterbacks that, that were worse than Taysom yesterday and Saints wins. You people Danny Werfel, ninety eight versus the Colts, get the fuck out of here with that. Um <laughs> The Saints defense, Dave, is number fucking one in the NFL. We have wow. been begging for a decade. You specifically have said, just hold a team to under. Just be room temperature. To under 27 points. That's and they all still we couldn't need. Do it, and they still couldn't do it while we had a, a <laughs> peak Drew Brees. They had to fucking wait until Drew Brees, <laughs> half of Drew Brees' fucking ribs are broken <laughs> to fucking finally get their goddamn act together. So now here what? we are. We're, we're about to start a 10-year period where the defense is fucking great and the offense can't do fucking shit. You fucking watch it. 
It's gonna, the tables have turned, and it's now going to be 10 years of the fucking Bizarro Saints. Unfucking believable. But no, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, going back to the Taysom shit and the quarterback stuff. If you have a defense that's number one in the goddamn league, uh, that's going to mask a lot of problems you have at the quarterback position. It so, is but, unbelievable that all those years he went for 5,000 yards passing. Fucking motherfucker. And they had to wait to be number one defense in the entire freaking league. When his Jesus. rib cage is falling off, right. right? When he when he can't even breathe because a lung doesn't work, <laughs> and he still let a fucking touchdown drive, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Well, fucking here's, hell. Here's here's another good question before before we get to the specifics of the, the how the defense played. The, the defense. Right, hold, is hard hold on, to... Ralph. Hold, hold on. I just want to hear you say that that's the saintiest thing ever. It is the Saints. It is the. I mean, the Saint. The Saintsiest thing ever is for Drew Brees to come back and the defense immediately suck again. Like he comes. Like he comes back. They're like, oh, how's he gonna play? He comes back. He throws for four fifty and four against Kansas City, and they lose fifty six fifty five. You know, it's like, it's weird you say that. It's weird you say that because the defense definitely played their best last year when Teddy was the starter. <laughs> he was. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe, maybe the they de- hate Drew. By the way, Dave, they played great yesterday on defense, but they were also peak. Maybe the peak at the the. The top of the mountain, peak of the peak, no catching motherfuckers yesterday. Like <laughs> they could have, and they still had, and they still had three turnovers. I mean, if they had caught those other two interceptions, I mean, they would have had like five turnovers, uh, and it would have been even more of a blowout uh, uh, than it was. But yeah, I mean, what Jenkins dropped one, Lattimore, Lattimore dropped one. Glad to have him back, obviously, but he dropped that one was. It was right in his fucking hands. I think I don't know instead of the, the crew to Taysom Cup, next year's swag item needs to be no catching motherfuckers. Oh yeah, Cup. Lattimore went full Jabari Greer on that kick attempt. <laughs> full Roman Harper. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, the the defense it's it's hard to it's hard to judge because Denver didn't have a quarterback, but um, Cam Jordan. Andrew, he's second straight week. He looked like the Cam Jordan we're used to seeing. Yeah, it's really promising. Uh, the defensive line is kind of coming together. You like what Davenport's doing. Uh, Hendrickson's been great all year. Onyemata's been great all year. And now Cam Jordan's back to normal. Uh, so, you know, it's weird. And I don't know that it's necessarily an accident that this defense has played at its highest level uh, the minute Quan Alexander walked through that door. And, and it's not that Quan Alexander is, like, the guy. It's not that he's the engine that makes the whole thing run. But I do think he's probably the one missing piece that, you know, it was like the last piece of that jigsaw puzzle that makes it all work together. And, you know, sometimes it's it's the sum of the pieces, not the individual pieces. And so, uh, I, I, I don't know, ever since Quan Alexander... What? Was added to this defense, and look. Yeah. Or it's the let, subtraction let, of uh, of uh, Anzalone, whatever. But see, I, I don't think he was playing that bad. I don't think it's that <laughs> so much. I just think they just getting back to the five percent thing, Dave. I think they elevated their linebacking core by five percent, and that was enough to kind of put it all together. And so now mm-hmm. you look at this unit, and there's no weaknesses. They, their two linebackers run sideline to sideline. The coverage is there. The pass rush is what? there. 
You can't run on him. The defense is would he have uh, been awesome if Kawan Alexander? If he hadn't been tackled by the by the Broncos guy, would he have been the first LSU Tiger to score on defense for the Saints? Ever? No Tigers. Yeah, ever. Has Rand- Randall Gay never had a pick six? No. Mm. Oh, good, good. I point. mean, wait, but, uh, wait, 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 Ralph, say, say that name again. Well, wait, Randall, Randall Gay. No, 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 no. Who, who was the guy that? Quan uh... Alexander. Quan Alexander. Oh, okay. Because before, no, because before it sounded like you said Kawan. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. So. So uh, Kevin, oh, I know I know your time this. I know Alan, your time Alan is limited is with the, us tonight. Uh, Do so, you Alan, if you think of an LSU guy that scored on defense for the Saints, hit us up in the chat. Kevin, I know your time is limited with us. Do you have any predictions before you have to eject about the uh the Falcons game Sunday? Oh, What's the spread? Do we have the spread right the now? The spread? This this is a Vegas special this it's saints by two and a half oh <laughs> i mean that just screams you know, no you, no you know what i'll take the saints hmm. i'll take the saints and lay the points on that i think the saints i think the falcons will keep it close-ish until the fourth quarter and then it'll sort of open up so i'll go I'll go Saints 30, Falcons 17. Dude, Allen in the chat room, he told he said it's 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 uh Ken Borderlawn uh nineteen seventy nine versus the Raiders. How how does he looking this up? What kind of database does he have? He just he's just gone to every Saints game since like yeah. sixty seven. By the way, the I've Saints were winning that Saints game thirty five to seven and lost. But I don't remember what happened in every game. You have to <laughs> You have to actually remember stuff. That, that's because we've only had one, one LSU player on defense. Since yeah. What kind of like, what kind of fish oil uh, supplements is Alan taking? Uh, I need to get on that ginkgo biloba shit or whatever the fuck. Um, he's omega, doing. lots of omega threes. Yeah. What the fuck? Jesus Christ, Rain Man. <laughs> Put you guys to fucking shame. He does. <laughs> he just he just pulled Ken Borderline. I think Ken Borderline. I think Kevin. He's a crusader. I think he's a brother Martin crusader too. I, might. I was gonna say that's a very that's a New Orleans name right yeah, there. Yeah, it Ken is. Borderline. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Ken Bordelon, please report to Coach Dotrieve's office. <laughs> Ralph, uh, don't you have some news to break? Oh, for yeah, I do. Yeah, break the news. All right, so I have sources all over New Orleans, but this source is uh, my mom, her air conditioner man. <laughs> Which company? I need to know which AC company. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) Alvin Kamara, my mom told me, she said, hey, my air conditioner man said that Alvin Kamara got in an accident off West Mary, almost drove his car into the canal. So me and Andrew reached out to our sources and got it confirmed. Kamara's all right. He's fine. But uh, he almost drove the car into the canal. Just so you know. And that's on like what West on West no. Esplanade or West Napoleon or something. And West Metairie. Yeah. Right. Off West with, Metairie, and that's why you should be a patron and get access to this podcast every day. We break new, important news like that that other places don't have, and you get swag like this. Apparently, no alcohol is involved. No alcohol. No alcohol. But just a little. Fa- hey, man, it happens. New Orleans. 
We love you. We're from there, but New Orleans people drive for shit. Let's be let's just be honest. Maybe there was a female in the car that was distracting (laughs) him. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, the the parenthood paradox. Yes. So, wasn't it wasn't it uh, Bobby? uh, Who was the defensive end for the Saints back in years ago? Bobby. uh, Bobby McRae. Yeah, didn't he get arrested for DUI? And he said something with a pizza. He said he was like, I forget what it was. He was like, he blamed it on the pizza. He blamed it on some pizza. pizza He was sitting with the pizza box on his lap, and it opened and burned him or something. Yeah. Oh right, right. He swerved off the road because. And then they had. And then they had old Joe Morgan who fell. He got he got he got arrested. Joe he was Morgan sleeping in the car. Over. Joe Morgan pulled over. He pulled over on the interstate and just went to sleep. He was on Earhart. I mean, it was on Earhart. Yeah. I didn't I mean, think he deserved to be arrested. I think he deserved to be given a medal. I mean, that's that's caring about other people. You realize I'm too drunk to drive, and you just pull over. You're like, I'm gonna sleep it off. It's gonna be fine. I mean, you're kind of waving a white flag to the cops, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, at least he didn't fall asleep at a at a at a light. Like Tony like, Larusa. Uh, that's yeah. That's, like Tony Larusa. <laughs> Tony Larusa. Tony Larusa. He he has more DWIs than this podcast has audio problems. Off topic, <laughs> but but it. I gotta this, look up that Bobby McRae story. <laughs> this this podcast this. this this is off the rails, but uh, a seri- kind of serious note with Alvin Kamara, Dave, is I feel like the Saints are purposely ramping back his, if the, if you want to get be nerd and analytical about it, like his usage. Like he's not quote-unquote hurt because when they give him the ball, he still looks fine. But I really feel like they've, especially the last couple of weeks, like they're cutting back his usage a lot. To rest that foot. Who? Alvin Kamara. Um. You do? I do. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really noticed that. Uh, I mean, I haven't looked at uh, the. Uh, I would want to look at the the game book and see the snap counts. Um, Dave. Dave. Yes. Yes. Did, did you watch Latavius Murray? get a lot of handoffs and do really well in that game. <laughs> I I just assumed that it was camp. because Sean Payton like finally came to his goddamn same. senses. You know when he's getting those carries, you realize <laughs> that that means they're not going to Camara. <laughs> well, I know, but I don't know if that's – that doesn't necessarily mean it's because of his foot. It just could be like, hey, we don't need to use Camara in this game against the fifth-string Wake Forest quarterback. Uh, and so let's let's use this time to give him a rest – uh, and let's go to uh, let's give our buddy uh, Ladavius, who has done nothing wrong this season and, and has only and has only succeeded for us. Let's give him some opportunities today. That's what I would think of. I don't hey, think has anything. By the well, way. he's been he's been limited in practice the last few weeks. Here's I I think they're I think Dave is partially right. I, I think they're mitigating his usage, as you call it, Ralph. Uh, Specifically because they they don't want to overwork him while he's banged up because I I, I think when you're nine and two and you know you're going to the playoffs you want your best Alvin Kamara in the postseason not 
against the Broncos when you're playing their fifth string quarterback. So I, I do think Dave's right about that. I think the truth is probably a little bit somewhere in the middle. But but when he did touch the ball, I just want to say uh, I thought Kamara looked really explosive. So it, whatever his issue is, it, at least on the carries he had, it didn't seem like it. Was yeah, that's 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 why it doesn't make sense to me because it it, it didn't seem. When he did make his touches, get his touches, he looked fine. I, nothing, nothing looked out of the ordinary as, at all. Just going back to the Bobby McRae thing, because it's just such a funny thing. Uh, uh, McRae said that he, getting arrested for DWI was bogus, and he, quote, unquote, uh, was DWP. He was driving with pizza. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. He said uh, uh, he also said on Twitter that uh, the arresting police officer was, quote, unquote, a short guy with a Napoleon complex. Um, and he said that his wife was feeding him pizza while he was driving, and that's why he was uh, tr- swerving erratically. So, have you, just a little have trip down memory lane there. Have you ever got in an accident while eating while driving? Yeah. What's the craziest thing you tried to eat in your car? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten anything more than uh, normal fast food. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I've tried yeah, to eat. Yeah, Dave. Dave's not a Dave's not a eat in the car kind of you, guy. He needs to savor every bite, you, every meal you, he has. You want to be horrified? Gourmand. You want to be horrified about how dangerous this is? In college, I tried to eat a funnel cake while driving. Picture that: a guy with one arm trying to mm. drive and eat a funnel cake. I, I'm picturing a lot of powdered sugar all over. It is just powdered it sugar be... and crippledness everywhere. Uh, I mean, you want to talk I about mean, a bad? You want to talk about bad decisions? <laughs> if if Joe one. Morgan deserves the key to the city for pulling over and parking and sleeping in his car uh, instead of driving, then you should be locked up for life uh, for having one arm and still trying to eat funnel cake while driving a motor vehicle. It's <laughs> fair. I mean, completely fair. I, I I don't really have anything to say, but God, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. Um, but now that we went through uh, Saints Hall of DWIs, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you know, the Saints season is going splendidly when they win thirty-one to three. And we're just like, eh, let's talk Saints Hall of DWIs for 15 minutes. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. This revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, 
your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help you set the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package will also come with a pair of manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Is this game, is there anything else to take from it? The only other question I have is, the only quarterback that me and Andrew could come up with that was as close to as bad as uh, this guy for Denver was yesterday, Kevin, was when Sean Payton was the scab quarterback for the Bears, and he completed three passes against the Saints in 1987. I mean, I can't think of a worse quarterback the Saints have played in the last 20 years. Can he, any of the, you? The thing, the, the thing I love is that's not hyperbole. Like, Sean Payton really is one of the worst quarterbacks the Saints have ever faced. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to – like, Chris Redman was pretty bad, but not as bad as yesterday. Um, no. They played Babe God. Rothenberg one time. He was pretty bad. And then they signed him. <laughs> um, Babe Rothenberg was so bad against the Saints, they're like, we got to get We got to keep him. That's a star of the day over there. <laughs> yeah. What year did Peyton play? 86, 87? What year 87. was it? 87, yeah. So Ralph was like, Ralph, you were like, what, 10? 11, yeah. 11. Saints I would love won to... that game, 19 I would... to 17, by the way. That I game, love... that game, that whole game is on uh, YouTube. You can watch it. Yeah. I would I mean... love to be there with 11-year-old Ralph. It was, no, it was at Soldier Field, Dave. No, no, no. I, no, no. I would love to be there I watched with it today you. on YouTube. No, no, but I, when you were 11... Watching that game, I'm sure you were watching that game live when it was when you were 11 years old. I would have loved to have be, be to been there, and to to just tell you, Ralph, you see this guy playing quarterback for the Bears? He's going to be the greatest fucking coach, coach the Saints yeah. have ever had. And just to see your face, just yeah. in your mind, just but first, yeah. and but first he's going to have to do drywall for what? two years. Ralph, see, this you... guy right here playing terrible quarterback for the Bears, uh, that guy's going to bring the Saints their first ever Super Bowl. Have fun with that, buddy. Yeah, Dave, see, you want to go back and, and point that out to him. I want to go back in time and see what sort of abominable soft drink mix-up Ralph is drinking at 11. Yeah. Oh, I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking Barks. And oh, no. I, I'm, I'm thinking at 11, at 11 he's, he's just going down the fucking row. At the at the fountain drink and just putting a little bit of everything yeah. in his no. fucking cup. You know what I used to he's drink. Got, you know, he's, he's got Mr. Pib mixed with uh, with uh, what was that uh, RC Cola? No, <laughs> I drank something even more disgusting than all of that when I was 11. You know what I used to slam like four a day? Chocolate soldiers. Oh yeah. If you know, which is basically just um, chocolate syrup and water. Isn't that, isn't, isn't that what you're drinking? Isn't that what you're drinking right now? No, I mean no. It's honey bourbon and coke. In it tastes better though because it's in the crew to taste some cup. 
Which, by the way, people have said that the the the, uh, the commercial that my that uh, that my wife. reads to advertise the crew to taste some cup. She sounds kind of disgusted when she says Taysom na- Taysom's name, and that's because it took her like seven times to do it because the microphone wouldn't work. And she was about to, I think <laughs> of she was course. thinking of either divorcing me or punching me in the balls on, on brand so many times. Which, which, uh, what was her microphone of choice from the graveyard? The, oh, I tried to do, I tried to do the Yeti. And of course, Andrew, I had it backwards again. It's <laughs> fantastic. I, I'm so bad at this. I think your instinct has to be to always put the Yeti backwards because then <laughs> you'll use it correctly. Uh, maybe. Sometimes, Ralph, I think your handicap is more mental than it is physical. It's totally mental. <laughs> it's totally mental. I, I wonder on a daily basis, Dave, how I have managed to get in far, as far in life as I have gotten. It really, it, I really am, I live a charmed life because I don't have any skills at all. <laughs> I mean, they, they put me on fucking TV for Christ's sakes. Yes, it's 5.45 in the morning. Sure, it's true. But I was back. I was back with Leslie today. She treats me with the respect I don't deserve. Um, wait, wait, your 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 wife or the or the channel? Both. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so motherfucking Carlos Hyde, fucking getting touchdowns instead of Chris Carson, cocksucker. How's uh how's that game going? Are the Seahawks 17 up by 15? No, they're they're Are not. We... It's actually close. Oh, the Eagles have nine points. Yeah, they oh, do. Oh, coming right, back flag, though, So Dave. that touchdown doesn't it's coming count. Coming back. Yeah, good, good. I now think. fucking give it to a real running back. Are are we? As you look around, I look at the NFL, and let's take a broad uh, view for <laughs> Kevin's it. losing it. I look at the <laughs> AFC, Andrew, and I see Kansas City. Their offense is just like a death star it's ridiculous and i see pittsburgh who me and kevin both loathe i think they they're 10 and 0 but they might be a touch overrated but i look at the nfc and i gotta say i know we got five weeks left and anything can happen but i look at the saints and the saints are by far the best team in the nfc right now i know green bay beat them but green bay's run defense is garbage seattle's pass defense is garbage I think the Saints are clearly the best team in the NFC on November, what is it, November 30th. Am I wrong? Well, I think they have the best defense in the league, period. I mean, I know they do statistically, uh, but beyond that, I mean, you just look at the way they're getting turnovers, the way they're stopping the run. Um, they I, they definitely have the best defense. I, I think the big question with are the Saints the best team in the NFC is just what offense you're going to get that day. And, you know, whether it's Drew uh, or whether it's Taysom or, or even Jameis, I mean, any of them. And then it's just like there's just uh, been some inconsistencies around, like, Michael Thomas. What are you getting out of him? What are you getting out of Jared Cook? Uh, what are you getting out of the run game? You know, are the Saints running the ball effectively or are they having to throw every play? So this offense has been a roller coaster all season. and And, and yet, you know, we talk about that, and yet they put up 31 points. And I know Denver had a fifth-string quarterback, but 
But that had really nothing to do with the Saints putting almost 250 yards. They ran on the, the ball 44 times. It was, it was a run the damn ball Saints Twitter. It was their wet dream yesterday. But I think Sean Payton was like, "Look, it's going to take 10 points to win this game, so I don't care if we run the whole day. Uh, just just keep running because that's all we need to do to win." And I think from a game planning standpoint, I think Sean Payton secretly loved this because he showed nothing. He showed absolutely squat in that game. If you're trying to prepare against the Saints, you basically throw that tape out. There's no point in even watching it. And I think that's what Sean Payton loves the most about that game. This game was this game was like, oh, go ahead, Andrew. But I still worry about the Packers, and I still worry about Seattle, because while I agree with you, Ralph, that they're not as complete as the Saints, in fact, I would argue the Rams, you know, I know they just lost to San Francisco, but I would say they're probably a more complete team than the Packers and the Seahawks. The Rams but have the Pac- defense to really stop the Saints. I think the Rams have the yeah. – they have the they have Aaron Donald, and they have Ramsey, and those are two pieces that I think they run their defense around. I think – they could give the Saints fits. They, yeah. The Saints offense fits. I do. Though. I do. I do think uh, a Rams Saints game could be one of those ugly twenty to seventeen kind of playoff games that would be really uncomfortable. But, <laughs> but, but when I look at you know the two two offenses in the NFC that are the closest to the Death Star Chiefs are Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. You know the Seahawks and the Packers. And you know if it's one of those games where they're just so hot that. No matter how good your defense is, you just have no answer because Rodgers or Wilson are both just ridiculous sometimes. I worry that you know, this offense has had a tendency all season to kind of go away for a quarter and a half. Uh, so, yes, I, the answer to your question is yes. I think the Saints are the best team in the NFC right now. But the inconsistency all year, the offense, and part of it has been the offensive line shuffle. It seems like every week a guy's going down somewhere and they're having to reshuffle. Uh, it's a lot of it's been Andres Pete who's kind of been in and out, but uh, shocker. Yeah, <laughs> here's a, yeah, but here, but I, I think that that's the thing. Like I, I think if there's one thing I still want to see is you just hope the offense can put it all together as the season goes on. Here's a question, Kevin: As Tampa sort of stumbles and bumbles and maybe falling apart, they play Atlanta twice more in the last five weeks. Do we want? Atlanta? Do we root for Atlanta against Tampa, or do we root for Tom ba- Tom Brady to humiliate the Falcons and make their season worse? Like when the Falcons play the Bucks, do we want the Bucks no. to crash and burn, or do we want f- more Falcons humiliation? What's the, what's the? No, uh, I'm I'm rooting for two ties. <laughs> I'm rooting for two ties. That's it. I'm I'm rooting for. Both. I'm rooting for. Seven seven ties. I want nice. I want full full games played, low scoring, boring football to be played, overtime, ending in ties. That's I what think I want. I want Tampa uh, to be put out the playoffs. So I think I'll be rooting for Atlanta. I think they're probably gonna make the playoffs. But yeah. Ralph, I think what you said earlier was absolutely right. I do think that the Saints probably have to run the table to be the top seed in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, and they may they may be able to get away with one loss. Uh, so 13-3 and three might get it done, uh, but there's a good chance they're, they're going to have to win out. 
God, to get if, that top seed. If they go, th- if they go thirteen and three, and have to play fucking Tampa a third time, I will fucking be so mad. Why? I, we know we can beat them. I know, but I fucking to be that'll be the third fucking time that they've been thirteen and three in the last decade and not got a buy. Like that's that'll just be infuriating. Oh, infuri- right, infuriating. Right, right, right. Infuriating. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of infuriating, uh, we got to get to the hotline before we get to this week's game pick. And by the way, Andrew asked. Kevin's leaving. Bye, Kev. Bye, Kevin. See, you, Kev. Uh. Uh, Andrew asked for the callers. He we said last week the calls have been great. Andrew asked for insults to insult us. And by the way, the callers delivered. And oh, by the way, when you leave a message for the hotline, if you screw up and say I'm gonna call back, the the right call isn't gonna be in there. Your screw up call guaranteed <laughs> is gonna be in the hotline. And we will show you this week. Just so, so we're clear. This, you only get one shot. You only get one shot. You don't get a redo. So this week is the hotline. People started calling in. People, I, They had a call at 3.13 yesterday. People were calling into the hotline. The game kicked off at 3.05. So without further Uh-oh. ado, here is the best from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline, week 12. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. Hey, guys. School. We haven't won in Denver since 94, but hell yeah. Eight straight fucking wins. You gotta love it. Guys, listen to the show. I can't remember if it was Dave or Juge that mentioned we don't make fun of you guys enough. So, fuck it. Here it is. Fuck you, Ralph. Your audio is shit. Fuck you, Juge. You and your fucking player grades. Fuck you, Dave, and fuck Tulane. <laughs> fuck you, no. Geld, if you're listening. Put some Saints gear for the live show next time. Just pretend you're a fucking Saints fan. Oh, and fuck Chris and Phil Sims. Hey, so I had to leave my son's birthday party to call the hotline. But Love it. Phil is suspect. He played a real defense and looked real suspect, like I thought he would against Atlanta. But... I honestly think that stick with them. If we lose against Atlanta, I really don't want that to happen, but I think that might happen. Let me start over. On the bright side, the Saints are 9-2. and two. On the downside, I feel like I just watched Juge uh, beat some grandmas at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> that was something uh, I'm willing to say. I mean, we got the win. It's just, you know, I'm taking it. I'm taking the win. You know, the run game was great. Latavius was great. The defense was great. Just on the next one, I, I guess. Ralph, why do I have to hear your voice? Just let it ring. All right. So, <laughs> Taysom looks like shit. Get him out of there. Latavius Murray, great. Awesome. 
Andrew, what the fuck were you drinking when you said Latavius Murray isn't a good running back? He's great. <laughs> it's great. Get Taysom out of there. Taysom time is over. It's Roasted. so bad. You let a no quarterback Denver Broncos team hang in there for a half. This is so bad. Come on, Saints. So I've just watched Taysom running in for the second time today, right before half. Who that looks like it's going to be a win. But what I want to know is, how hard do you think Sean Payton was when he drew up the fake QB power, try to toss it to the fullback in the red zone play? I mean, he had to have been three-quarter chub, right? Yeah, I just have one thought on this game so far. I just wish the Saints could catch a fucking ball on defense. I don't understand why they don't just do, like, some some types of drills so they can fucking hold on to the ball. Bullshit. Fuck. Horseshit, too. Horseshit ball carrying, I know that. Horseshit. Uh, it was a pretty good hotline. I mean, I... When did, uh... Wait, two things. When did Andrew say that Latavius wasn't a good running back? Do we, can we have that on tape? We do. I mean, it's a da- it was a daily show. Oh, man. He we said he didn't like the audit. signing. Cause it, was, it, was, it was when we signed him. as uh, It was like a free agency recap. Yeah. And I just, he said uh, he ran too, uh, he ran, he ran too upright him. and couldn't mm. catch the ball. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have yeah. to dig deep into that. Uh, yeah, second wrong. of all, it sounds like... Um, <laughs> it's true, though. I did, I did bash him. I know. At the end of every season, we should like... We should like put together a montage of each of us, yeah. like, and our hot takes that are like terrible, that yeah. age like milk. Um, well, it shouldn't be of... hard. You should be able to do that every week on Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all, it sounded like the audio quality on all of those calls was much better than it was previously. Ralph, did you like do something or figure something out? <laughs> I did. I. Uh, I knew I... it. I fucking knew it. I... I, I thought I, you were about to say that the audio on those sounds much better than our podcast. It probably does. Yeah, but it, it sounds might. way better than the previous. Well, no, what I did was I just I boosted up the volume, and there's this thing in uh, in Audacity where you can, like, if you can capture the, the sound in the background, you can strip it out, and I was able to do it. Oh, so, uh, there you go. The volume? The volume, yeah. The thing is, I'm I, – I'm terrible with audio. If anybody knows like a class or a webinar that I could watch for like Audacity or Banana Meter, help me out. I'll send you a T-shirt. You could help us out. Sure, there's. We just need to be. We just need to be like 15% better. Then we'd almost be professional quality. Five percent. It's five percent. Yeah, it's the five percent. The five percent rule. Quan Alexander. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The Saints are playing the Falcons at Atlanta. Yeah, I like we haven't even said the words Falcon Hate Week. It is. Like it's just oh, it's yeah. too soon. It's too soon. 
It's I, a, I, I'm it's I'm starting to feel bad. It's not even really a comp. It's not even. I'm know. not like in the right frame of mind for Falcon Tape. Well, here's where, the where's thing my beer, Nick. Nick? Where's Nick? Where, where's my beer, man? <laughs> we drank where's it all. Where's my next batch? batch? I know. The, I should the one, the one batch. Yeah, the one batch was supposed to last three weeks before the two Falcons game. Ah, uh, yeah. I yeah. have to say, <laughs> the thing with the Falcons is the Saints kicked the shit out of them last week, right? And. I, I was like, well, that's just because the Falcons are bad and they just had a nice little run and whatever. They're, they're, they're going back to their be terrible win four or five games. But, Andrew, they reverted back to the good team that they were playing like before the Saints kicked them in the balls. So that Saints-Falcon win, like now after that, watching them just put the Raiders on the torture rack – it's more impressive to me what the Saints were able to do to them defensively, especially because the Raiders they got worked by the Falcons. I know, I know, Carr was they, bad. they didn't even have Julio Jones. I know. I mean, I know Carr was bad, but but still, I mean, they ran for like 150, and uh, it was impressive. When you look at this game, give me your prediction and your start of the day. But but besides that. They have they they get Taysom for the second time in three weeks. What's going to be the plan that Atlanta is going to do? Are they going to try to do the same plan but better, or are they going to do something different? Yeah, I gotta say Atlanta's performance against the Raiders, uh, big time, caught me by surprise. Um, but yeah, that's kind of been their story surprise. all year. So like right when you're ready to write them off, they they play well, and then right when you're ready to say, eh, maybe they're not so bad, they, they're back to being terrible. So, um, you know, Atlanta, I will say I expect a better shot from them this time around. I don't think it's going to be um, as easy as it was last time, and I do think they'll come up probably with a better plan to slow taste them down. Uh, they tried to blitz him a lot, and I think the big surprise in that game was that he was getting the ball out quickly, finding the open man, and when he had man, man-to-man coverage, he did pretty well. And so I think Atlanta will see on film that he was a little bit more gun-shy, a little bit tougher to process the zones, that Denver likes to run a lot of zones. And so I think you'll see more zones. Uh, if Armstead's out, which it looks like he is, uh, then I think Atlanta will feel like they can rush four. And so that's another thing. They, they won't have to blitz as much. They can drop more guys in coverage. And that's when I think – Taysom maybe struggles with his reads a little bit uh, when you're in zone and there's extra guys in coverage. So uh, I think Atlanta will play that way. And and if they do, once again, it'll be a front that you can run on. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the Saints go back to running pounding Latavius Murray. It could be another one of those games. Uh, but I think at least to start, Atlanta will like what they saw out of Denver, rushing for, dropping in zone, uh, and Darren Taysom Hill to be in them that way. What's going to be the score, though? I still like the Saints to win. Uh, I, I just think their defense is so good right now, and if they don't have to cover Julio Jones, I mean, that's the big question. If Julio Jones is a huge player for them, obviously, and if he can't play, uh, that makes life so much easier for the Saints in terms of stopping them. So, you know, he's going to be hampered even if he plays. His hamstring's not at 100%. Um, he shouldn't be playing. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins did a tremendous job against Calvin Ridley. So if Jenkins is out, then that makes life more complicated for the Saints too. Uh, 
I don't think this is going to be an easy one. I think the Saints win 27-24. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Michael Thomas as my player of the game. Dave, who you got and who's going to be your... They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Uh, Well, you know, Juge covered a lot of ground there. I can't say I disagree with any of it. Um, The Falcons, you know, they scare me. Uh, You know, they beat us last year, even though we were obviously the better team. Uh, They beat us once last year. Um... I it's 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 funny that um, ever since they fired their defensive guru head coach, uh, their defense has uh, improved drastically. Uh, go Top figure. Top five by shocker the stat there. nerds. Yeah, sh- shocker there. The last five there. weeks, seriously. Uh, Dan Quinn may never get a job in the NFL ever again. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I think Atlanta's playing better football. They looked good this week against the Raiders, who are supposed to be pretty good. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, there's a little more film now on Taysom, and um, you know, I think the Falcons kind of have a better idea of what to expect. But you know, Peyton's the better coach. Uh, I. I I've been very happy with Peyton this season for the most part, and he's always seemed to have the right game plan for each opponent each week. Um, so you know, this is one of those games where my head is telling me, uh, I don't know, the Falcons, like this is one of those games the Saints like to lose. But, you know, I'm a diehard Saints fan, and my heart tells me, dude, fuck it. Our defense is amazing, and we're going to steamroll these motherfuckers. Uh, and I'm going to listen to my heart. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna say uh, Saints. I'm gonna say Saints 27, and uh, Falcons. I'll give them 10, and uh, I'm sticking with it. We're gonna have. I don't even at this point. I don't even know who's left to return punts and kicks. Uh, but whoever it is, they're gonna run one back keep, for a. You're uh, just gonna ride that. For a touch. One, ride that one, one to quick point. Uh, I, I believe the Falcons are up two in the series head-to-head all time. Mm. Uh, so this is kind of a big one to win because if the Saints can – and the Saints have never led this series. Uh, but if they can win this game, then those Saints will only be one back and could take over for the first time ever in their history next year at the sweep. So this is a big one to win. My, I disagree with you, Juge. I think Atlanta is going to say, you know what, we ain't playing no – zone against Taysom we are going to blitz that motherfucker and we're going to make him make throws and they're going to forget that their secondary is 31st in the league and Taysom is going to roast those sons of bitches and he's going to have three touchdown passes and he's going to run for two more Saints 42 Falcons 17 it is going to be it is going to be a total destruction. Taysom is going to look so good. Mickey Loomis might sign him to an extension in the locker room after the game. That's how good he's going to fucking look. Like, I think Taysom is just going to be these four weeks are going to be up and down. Up and down. Like, that's just what Taysom's going to be for these four weeks. We've got, think- a, we've got a guy in the chat, uh, F. He says, how do I get my wife to stop looking at shirtless pictures of Taysom Hill? Cle- clearly, clearly he's married to Mike oh, Westhoff. Don't make me beg now. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA Finals are heating up. 
Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Oh, wait, we didn't, do, uh, we didn't do the questions, Ralph. Oh, my God. We... Come on, man. Ding, a... ding, 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 I didn't even get the Ralph Shuffle. Wow. All right, so let's get to the questions. We we poor job by the host tonight. Watching yeah. you guys dance it just makes it even more disappointing that we didn't get to go to a wedding in Vegas together. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right, this is from Hoot at Ralph. What's the chance we see Breeze back before the playoffs? Do we really even want to, especially if the one seed is either lost by then or and we're going to be byless? Might it be better to have a healthier Breeze for the playoffs? A re-injury could uh, be a quick return to the end. 
I think you gotta play. He's gotta play. Like you gotta, you gotta have him play a little bit, right? You want him to play a couple of weeks. Maybe if it's even not like a full game or whatever. You can't, you can't have Breeze miss. You can't have Breeze miss the last seven weeks and then drop him in a playoff game, can you? I mean, that doesn't seem wise. No, I think he comes back sooner. Uh, Dave, are you about to say something? I just I I just wonder what the Saints are gonna look like when Breeze comes back. I I see them I see them doing like a fifty fifty split with like Breeze and Taysom when Breeze comes back. Like that'd be interesting. I, I see Breeze's time being you know limited even more than it was and 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 you know after four games of Taysom starting at quarterback and gaining confidence I see them maybe using him even more than they were before when Drew was healthy I don't know I, I'm I don't sure think, that will go over really well I don't think 50-50 <laughs> split but I definitely think um yeah maybe not 50-50 but I I see I see Taysom getting mixed in a lot more even when Drew comes back now all right, I'll answer this one. This is from B. Jones. Are we in official worry mode about Ruiz being a bust, or uh, is the season totally irrelevant for evaluating a rookie? I don't think it's irrelevant, and I, I would say that while I'm not by any means ready to call him a bust, then I do think the deck was stacked against him this year. What you want to see with the rookie, especially a guy playing as much as him, is getting better every week, not making the same mistakes, You know, seeing progress. And we're not really seeing that. He is making a lot of the same mistakes. Uh, his issues are, are not physical for the most part. He's not getting run over. Uh, he's not getting trucked. So it's not a physical thing. It's not that he's not getting to his spots when he's pulling. It's really more he's getting crossed up by stunts. His pass-offs are not good. So it's it's more I, it's, it's more uh, processing stuff. I'll tell you one thing. Ruiz might be not playing great. Troutman looks goddamn amazing. Like, if that dude is going to block like that in the run game, Andrew, the grades you gave him, by the way, become a, become a patron, you get access to Andrew's grades. If he's gonna, if Troutman is going to block like that, all he needs to be is slightly above average, and they didn't give up enough picks for that dude. All right, Dave, Saints Rabbit wants to know, uh, did Sean Payton throw out the playbook and intentionally make this game tape useless for the remaining opponents? Uh, in a way, yes. Uh, we, we touched on it earlier. I touched on it earlier. Uh, again, I, I think they completely changed the game plan once they knew what was the situation was with, uh, with Denver's quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, I, 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 B, I, it's funny that B. Jones asked this because he, he had the same opinion that I did when we saw Marquez Callib Callaway call a fair catch. Uh, on one of those punt returns when uh, there wasn't even a defender, you know, within 10, 15 yards of him. Uh, I thought the same exact thing that B. Jones did, which was uh, that that Peyton and the coaching staff has uh, has has obviously told all of these guys, we just need to play conservative. We just need to be safe. We just need to protect the football. Uh, and this game will come to us and we will easily win this game as long as we don't give it away, as long as we don't make mistakes, as long as we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, I, I, I meant to say this at the top of the show when we were just talking about the game in general, but I always, I thought this game was like, um, you know, every year people always say, People always want the best college team like Alabama to play like the shittiest NFL team like the Jets. And, you know, people always <laughs> say, oh, this, uh, yeah, you think the you think Alabama could beat the Jets? Uh, I think this, this is what it would look like. I think this is what you would get when you had a college team 
uh, AKA the Denver Broncos playing against uh, even the shittiest, which obviously isn't the Saints, but even the shittiest NFL team. I think it would look a lot like this game that we saw today. I, I, that's what I, that's what was going through my mind uh, watching this game yesterday. All right, uh, Ralph, this one's for you from the Wicker Man. He wants to know, any chance we get a Jameis to taste some TD pass this year, especially with us playing Atlanta and Philly next, two teams Sean historically likes to mess with? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I would say if it's going to come, it would be, it would be Philadelphia because they have a little bit of history, and now the Saints have Malcolm Jenkins. They might want to rub it in Philadelphia's a little bit. I would say it's more likely it's more likely uh, against um, Philly. It's more likely against Philly, or I'll throw it a wild card. If the Saints, when they play Kansas City, because Kansas City is so great on offense, I think Peyton might go deep, deep, deep in the bag of tricks to keep up with the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we got a few more here. So I got a couple. Fire these. I got a couple okay. from Riker. He asked, "Why did CBS show a rerun of the 1982 Nebraska-Colorado game late <laughs> Sunday afternoon?" It, I was gonna say it, it. Actually, it felt a little bit like Alabama playing Navy or Air Force. It did. It really. <laughs> it, it, it it definitely had a 1974 SEC football. Feel to it. And it's, it's funny that it's funny that Jude says that because that's exactly what the part in my take guys said. They said this is like watching uh, Army versus Navy. This is ex- that's that's what the game would look like. Well, like Alabama versus Navy. But here's yeah. a good here's a good. Well, question. no, because like Army runs the triple option and they do a lot of direct snaps and, and they pass the ball right. like four or five times a game. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and here's a good question. Picks, yeah. This is from the Todd Dave. What on earth could possibly happen to top to top what Shy Tuttle did in Atlanta last year? Matt Ryan Ryan shitting himself again after his tenth sack. Uh, this is from the Todd the Todd yeah. the Todd Berg. Yeah. Um. What could top Shy Tuttle? Hmm. Man, I, I go immediately to like Michael Thomas punching somebody in the face. Maybe that would be really awesome. <laughs> yeah, but we'd have to get a good German tackling. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, or maybe maybe a Maltese tackling. <laughs> what would that sound like? I don't even I don't know. know. I mean, maybe like maybe like that laugh you just did, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, this one uh, I love. Uh, we should go around the horn on this, maybe. If the entire Saints QB room has COVID, much like the uh, this is from your boy Allen. If if the entire Saints QB room has COVID, like what just happened to the Broncos, what former Saints QB do you want for the one game? Mm. A Bear's out because he is drunk. I think right you got to think of it like it's a lost game. If you lose all your quarterbacks, like you're toast, <clears throat> right? It's clear. It's like uh, what happened to Denver. You, you have no hope. So I think you got to go the comedy route. And to me, probably the funniest would be Garrett Grayson, because then oh my God. we get like a, a redemption Jesus. story of like maybe Sean Payton was right after all. You know, <laughs> if he throws a touchdown pass or something like that. So, no. I, I would go with Grayson. No, um, dude. The correct wait, answer we, is Adrian oh. McPherson. Ah, I see. I was thinking of him, actually. I'm thinking of him uh, pre, pre-getting hit by the court, though, not post. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, but, uh, well, But I, I have a lot of questions about this question. I mean, do we 
you know, if we say Archie Manning, like, is it Archie Manning now? Or are we talking about a 70-year-old man? Uh, I think we're like, talking about now, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're talking about now. You got to well, start Archie I, Manning now. No. I, you know, maybe Aaron Brooks. I don't know. You want to bring Brooksy back? Todd yeah. Maybe, yeah, if you're looking for comedy, maybe he can throw it backwards for old times' sake. You bring McCown, the McCown brothers. You could bring the McCown, Luke McCown. Bring him back. Yeah. That your best. Wasn't he on call? He was. He was like not really on a roster. He That's was his just brother, like Josh. Yeah. They were, going, oh. ba go, going back to Hall of Fame DUIs by the Saints. The uh, whoever was the mascot that was driving the uh, the go kart that, that hit McPherson's got to be up there. They ever do a breathalyzer on that? <laughs> yeah. hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, should Peyton start Jameis on Sunday just to fuck with the Falcons in the national media? Ooh, yeah, that would be answered. Absolutely. Chef's kid. I mean, if, yeah. <laughs> if they if they start Jameis against Atlanta, we will do a breaking news podcast during the game. That's how amazing that would be. Uh, but I, I I think they're 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 not doing that. They're they're rolling with Taysom this stretch before Drew Brees gets back. I mean, the the only way they're benching Taysom is he is if he has a if he is completely inept. And or has a turnover binge that is just horrifying. That's the only way he's getting benched, right, Dave? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they're fully embedded with Taysom, and yeah, this is yeah, at, at this point, Jameis playing is uh, is out of the question. Yeah. All right, we got I got two questions left, and they're both quarterback questions. Uh, I'll I'll throw this one to you first, uh, Dave. So, say the Saints can't find a trade partner and they don't get, you know, Lawrence, Lance, Fields, or Wilson, any of the top quarterbacks in this draft. Uh, would you feel okay with them going after either Kyle Trask from Florida or Mac Jones from Bama? I don't. Which are gonna, kinda, those are your two Heisman frontrunners right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote uh, Sean Payton and say uh, – you know, we think the next man up is uh, in the building. All right. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, and then I like this question from uh, Jay Champagne. Jason, uh, he wants to know if the lines blow it up, Ralph, would you give a first for Matt Stafford? No, because the Lions, if they bl if they blow it up, like their cap situation, I don't think you'd have to give a first for Matt Stafford. But And it would take a lot of cap shenanigans and magic from Loomis but I would love Matt Stafford I think Detroit is a proven dumpster fire of an organization and the only time he had a competent coach Jim Caldwell they won they had three straight winning seasons and the Lions being the Lions they ran him out of town I don't think Matt Stafford is great but Sean Payton could make him a top 10 quarterback and the Saints could continue to win and be fun and entertaining with him. But the thing is with Matt Stafford is I don't want to pay him $25 million. I, like, I don't want to pay Matt Stafford $25 million to be the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. Like, I'll pay him $15 million to be that. But, like, if he wants $25 million, I, I'm going to look somewhere else. But if the Saints could get him at a reasonable price – I like Matt Stafford. I know I'm in the minority. You you disagree with me, Andrew, but I I like Stafford. I think I think the the, the Lions suckness brings him down. What about? I'm not saying he's available. Uh, I I don't know what his contract situation is. What about like Jimmy Garoppolo? 
Oh my god. No way. <laughs> okay, I think the most I think the most fun Saints scenario at quarterback is the Saints win the Super Bowl, Tampa completely implodes and they fire Arians and they get rid of Tom and the Saints get Brady for 2021. I don't. I think that's I mean, the most fun scenario. I'm like, not but that—that's—that's. That that's, uh, I don't. I'd problem. rather. I'd rather that's just keep year. hating Brady. I, I. I. That's. But that's just like a one-year deal. Like I'm. I'm. Yeah, but it'd be fun. When we move on to the next thing, like I want to. I'd like to attempt to move on with somebody who's going to stick around for, at least five years. Like I. <laughs> I don't want another one. One you hit wonder. You know, with Brady. Well, I maybe I like, do. I don't. I just know. want I the Saints know. to be on first take every day. That's what I want. <laughs> For ESPN, that's what I want. That's all I want. I'll tell you this: they're not going to be taking away draft picks or finding us five hundred thousand dollars if Tom Brady's our fucking quarterback. Nah. They're not. You got that right. Unless he deflates so footballs. So I forgot completely as we wrap up. I forgot to plug again. Dave has set up a Saints Happy Hour mm. store where you can buy all kinds of cool merchandise. It's amazing, and patrons, you'll be getting an email where you'll have a special discount code, and you'll get a nice little discount for being a patron. Well, what's 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 the uh, code? Yes, the discount Saints. code is new. No, 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 we can't. You, no, no, we can't, you can't give out the code because it's for patrons <laughs> only, Andrew. Yeah, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And sorry. oh, by the way, Dave's uh, wearing a. He's got a cool. He's got hats. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. It's amazing. Saints, you should check it out. If you want to buy more Saints merch. Hap- yeah. Well, meanwhile, Ralph hasn't even given the website Saints Happy Hour Shop. Uh, com and honestly if you're listening to this right now live at 10:20 on Cyber Monday you have uh an hour and a half uh to get whatever you want at 25% off wow. for Cyber Monday if you use code CM25 Cyber Monday 25 CM25 um, I'm on I'm on there right now and I mean yeah. there is uh and There's what still is it stuff again? I want to add. Saints, Saints, Saints Happy, Happy Hour Shop. Shop.com. We've yeah. got hats. We've got hoodies, long sleeve t shirts, short, short sleeve t shirts. We've Cotton, got collared shirts. Yeah. Polos. Performance t shirts. We've got the cool v neck women shirts. Stickers, magnets. Stickers. Do you have I mean, a worry about of, your meat bib? Stuff. I could do that. Yeah. We need to I, think, I think I'm going to binge on some. Swag right now. I'm just gonna mm. buy like ten so, things. <laughs> so now this is the new outro music that the, they they want me to play. So here it is. I can't dance that because my neck's still Maltese. Wrecked. It's the Maltese dance dance music. Hey, what are we in Malta, Ralph? Malta. I'll take Malta. Quick. You you break my heart. We're 19 in Malta. That is unacceptable. Wow, still dropping. Still dropping. Unacceptable, dropping like Malta. I don't think heart. they like us talking about them. We should just not talk about them any, and maybe they'll come back. We're not Stop talking about you, Malta, till you get us in the top five again. So, for Kevin, who had to eject early, for Andrew, for Dave, I'm Ralph. Until next time, the bar is closed. Who that?